Broadcasting from the point where sports meets faith, it's Benson and those guys. Now here's your host, Benson and those guys on ESPN Rochester. Welcome to the program, Benson and those guys, brought to you by Town & Country Pest Solutions. I am Benson. I'm here with Dan Borello and, of course, those guys. Darren and Zach are here. And Pastor Shane joins us again this week after uttering a incredible 17 or maybe 18 words last week. We're going to try to see if we can get him up at least to the two or three dozen word mark. We're trying something new this week. Right before Dan brought us into the show, we were discussing how I I had kind of forgotten how I'm going to start the show. And Darren suggests to me, well, why don't you start by not stinking? And I thought, well, that's something we hadn't done before, so let's try it. So we are starting the show trying not to stink. But from the It Stinks to Get Old department, about Rory McIlroy ripping on, well, I don't know if he was ripping on. What do you guys think? Phil Mickelson, Tiger Woods, he's not in the, they're not in the tour championship. He says they're just getting older. Phil's 43 or whatever. Tiger's nearly 40, so they're getting into the sort of the last few holes of their careers, and that's what's happened. That's, that's what happens. It's obviously just gets harder as you get older, and I'll be able to tell you in 20 years how that feels. Man, you, you think that's a bit of a slam? <laughs> I love it. I think that's actually awesome. Golf needs more trash talking. I thought it was kind of humorous. And, you know, as an older gentleman myself, still a star athlete, as evidenced by our <laughs> softball performance the other night. Now, we have you I were awesome. you, we, we have a <laughs> softball team. Mm-hmm. We, we're, we've played maybe two games. We're getting in the fall league out in Henrietta. Uh, we're playing under Benson and those guys. And, um, well, we played the other night, and we were – Awful. We were uh, we we <laughs> lost to a team. I don't know why. Uh, Zach actually had a great hit. Uh, yeah, you guys were awful. Speak for yourselves. I was pretty good. Zach and I at least got hits. Benson's still o for the season. Well, I, I'm. Well, there's reasons. It, it, it go, it, you know, it season. goes beyond that. Dude, I ripped one, and it <laughs> and it trickled past pitcher's mound. I mean, it was it was awful. The one thing I've well, I don't want to talk. We're not going to talk about this unless we can do this fictitiously. And I can tell everybody I was four for four, handful of RBIs or whatever. No, until you get a real hit, I'm, I'm going to remind everyone you're over the season. Yeah, that's what good friends are for. <laughs> that's the it's getting old department. Now it's getting cheap department. LaShawn McCoy, twenty cent tip. Now I'm actually with him on this. Here's what he said. He left a 20-cent tip. He said the service was bad. He said, I tip on my service, McCoy said. There's a difference between good service and bad service and just having a bad day. There's a big difference between just being rude and disrespectful. That's how that went. Now, of course, the waiter says, well, he was rude. He says, well, the waiter was rude. Now, I've been known to frequent a restaurant or two, uh, especially during the (laughs) lunch hour. I tend to get around a little bit. Um, It's all minutes. Or go to the same place every day of the week. It's all ministry, Darren. Just stop. I, you know, I meet with people. So I'm, I'm out and I get to restaurants. But there's something about that. And, and in all seriousness, he makes a lot of money. So does the waiter think that because he makes a lot of money, he should leave a good tip regardless of the service? If you don't, here's, here's what you need to do. Waiters, waitresses, make sure my drink is full. Keep paying attention to me. Make sure I have everything I need, and you will get tipped properly. If you you know go off, forget about us. That ain't gonna happen. 
I've only not left a tip one time in my life because the service, it, it was the worst service I have ever had in my life and I could go into it, but I don't really feel like it. So in order for LaShawn McCoy not to leave a tip, knowing full well that it would most likely get posted on social media because he is a professional athlete, I have to side with him just just assuming that the service really was that poor. And then people didn't pile on. Some people piled on to McCoy, but actually some other people came out and were hating on the restaurant because it doesn't always get great reviews. So I'm kind of on Charlie Sheen comes out and says he's going to give $1,000 to the waiter. Charlie Sheen just likes to be in the news, man, because no one cares about him anymore. I'm thinking, well, then you got a good tip out of the deal. <laughs> the off season is about to begin in Major League Baseball. In fact, it has begun for the two teams that really matter, the Red Sox and the Yankees. Let's just be real. I know Shane's over there. He's grinning because uh, he's, he's a Pirates fan. Half of the 17 words he said last week had to do with Pittsburgh teams. But uh, <laughs> nobody cares about these other teams. It's the Yankees and the Red Sox. That's where the baseball world revolves around. So the first shot has been fired. The Red Sox chairman, Tom Werner, said, I wouldn't say that we have limitless money, but we've got a lot of money to spend, and we're determined to go into the free agent market and improve the team. Now, Dan, you and I said a couple of weeks ago, we felt like the Red Sox might just be the best organization in baseball. Mm-hmm. We like the way they move. We like the front office, the way it operates. They make smart and, signings. And I think the Yankees are a step or two behind. It pains me to say that. And all my Red Sox fans are out there just enjoying that last statement. But uh, here you go. Tom Werner saying, we're going to spend some money. Does that worry you as a Yankee? I'm, a, I'm in a room full of Yankee fans with the exception of the one idiot on the end there for the Pittsburgh teams. But does that worry you? Yeah, it does, it does worry me because basically you're going to do two things. You're going to spend the money. You're going to bring in guys who are going to help your Red Sox ball club immediately. You're also going to drive up the price and the length of contracts for the Yankees for guys who are going to sign because I think in a lot of ways a lot of players would rather sign in Boston than with the Yankees. I think that the uh, pressure to play, I think, may be harder. There might be more pressure in Boston. But I think at the end of the day, I think they look at the opportunities the Red Sox have, that they're a smarter ball club. I think they might sign with the Red Sox over the Yankees just because like you know who you're answering to. And I, it is a scary proposition. It, it really is, especially since the Yankees. Uh, I mean, the Red Sox are smart about their contracts, but the Yankees get stupid. So what happens is, even if they offer like a shorter deal, then they'll go to the Yankees. They'll get a longer deal, more money, and the Yankees will keep putting themselves in the same position they've been. You said a couple of weeks ago on this very program that that Lester for Cespedes trade. You were worried about it because the Red Sox were set to retool, make another run. You liked what they did. They got themselves in a position where they're going to be able to, in the free agent market, really set themselves up for the year ahead. And I think that's exactly what you're looking at. They're already saying, we're going to spend some money. Mm-hmm. So if you're a Red Sox fan, you got to be happy with what you're hearing. If you're a Yankees fan, you got to be a little worried because it might be a long few years. Zach, you were going to say something? It doesn't Thanks for saying that. It doesn't concern it. me. <laughs> it doesn't concern me that much because who's out there? You know, Lester's out there, but they lowballed him consistently with their offers. I think that turns out to be another Johnny Damon situation where the offers they made, the player deems them to be not serious offers and to be below value and spurns them. Uh, Price and uh, Scherzer, I believe, will be out there. One of them is going to stay in Detroit. Scherzer's out there. Shields is out there. And the thing that what I like about what the Red Sox have done, they are not willing to go to the long-term contracts that the Yankees have. And that's come back to bite the Yankees. 
You got a Rod. He's coming back. You got to stay away from these long term contracts. Now the Red Sox have done that, and that's what they were doing with Lester. They're not going to give him that long term deal. Yeah, I think other than those guys, I think the free agent crop is somewhat thin. And it's great that the Red Sox can say, yeah, we're going to spend money, but you have to find somebody to take it, and that somebody has to be a significant upgrade. And I just really don't see much out there for them this winter. Speaking of the offseason beginning, and I was kind of talking a little bit in jest, although there is some truth to it. The baseball world revolves around the Yankees and the Red Sox, and you know some will make object to that statement, though there is a lot of truth in it. it obviously, both teams are out. They're already making offseason plans. What do you do about the playoffs? Do you have somebody out there that you're going to root for? And is there somebody out there that is there a team out there or a story out there you think is going to excite the country about the playoffs ahead? Uh, I think the Orioles would be fun to watch. Uh, but and, and Kansas City too. The problem is they can't even fill a ballpark either one of them, and that and that's a, that's you don't want to like watch playoff games. And I think if you, you make the postseason, they will come. But it's disconcerting to watch them like in this race where the Orioles are just running away with the AL East and nobody's there. Uh, you know, the Tiger fans will be there, but will the Tigers be there? That's the case. And look at uh, look at Oakland the way they've just fallen off the face of the earth uh, the past uh, since the trading deadline. Really, and those are kind of but the, the Kansas City and Baltimore are the two teams that I would I would actually find myself rooting for. Yeah, I think I. I would find myself rooting for the Royals. I'd like to see them do well. Um, but I don't think that's going to necessarily, the Royals are going to capture the country's attention. I don't think there's going to be a lot of excitement around that. That's great for, for me. I'll root for them. But, Zach, you were going to say? Definitely, definitely the Royals. Uh, I like to see a, a franchise turn things around. And I definitely, if if at this point it's not a guarantee they'll be there, I would pull for Oakland big time. I, I I like the organization. I th- I like the way that they seem to have a ton of fun playing the game of baseball, and it reminds me of being a kid and playing the game, the way that they play. And So if they can make it in, I will definitely pull for Oakland. I realize this would probably only be big on the West Coast, but I would love to see a, a Angels-Dodgers World Series because like, watching Kershaw pitch in the World Series, Mike Trout on the other side, like that that would be fun fun baseball for me to watch, honestly. I, I, you know, I can get down with the Dodgers. Obviously, I'm, uh, I, I love Kershaw. I like what he's doing. I like him as a player, as as a person. Um, but I got to think if you're Major League Baseball and that's your world's man, you are reducing your audience. Oh, it'd be you're, terrible for them. Oh, it'd be terrible for the ratings in the West Coast. They leave the games and 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 you know they show up late. They leave early. Right. You know, you don't want that. Now, Shane, I know your Pirates are still kind of in the running, but let's just for, I don't know, for the sake of argument, they don't make it. Who are you pulling for? I'm going to be, uh, be pulling for the Royals as well. And, you know, yeah, they might not be selling out their their games now, you know, but take a look at what the Pirates did last year. You know, they turned things around, started selling out their games left and right, you know, and, and I would like to see that happen in Kansas City as well. Did you count the words? Did we get up over two dozen? Uh, We might have. We'll have to play that tape back and find out what we got out of him. Hey, last week we had David Nelson of the New York Jets on. He talked about SuddenChangeChallenge.com. I went to their website. If you want to get involved in this, he has a missions work in Haiti. You can go to SuddenChangeChallenge.com, and you can get involved in donating uh, to help these orphans but also as part of your favorite NFL team. He's got to kind of set up here as which team is in the lead. And, and the season just started for this year, so we're looking at last year's team leaderboard. But I thought it was interesting when I went to the website, and again, suddenchangechallenge.com. 
com gratuitous little plug there mm-hmm. uh the buffalo bills were the leading donating team wow the, the buffalo bills or people donating as you know fans of the buffalo bills they led the charge beating out the san francisco 49ers and then way back in third and fourth place with the, the broncos and the jets and then uh the arizona cardinals new england patriots dallas cowboys but the buffalo bills were the top Top team. At least we won something. <laughs> At least you won something. Hey, it's Benson and those guys brought to you by Town & Country Pest Solutions. You can find us on the web at btgprogram.com. You can follow us on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or whatever else Zach has got it signed up for. Uh, we're going to come back in a little bit. We're talking about more stuff. You're listening to ESPN Rochester. The American dream is of a better future, a confident retirement. Those dreams have taken a beating lately. As an Ameriprise financial advisor, Nathan R. Wegman is dedicated to helping you keep your dreams alive by listening, planning, working with you one-on-one so you can retire your way with confidence. Call Nathan R. Wegman, financial advisor today at 585-272-0080. Office is located at 2024 West Henrietta Road, Building 3E, Rochester, New York, 140. Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. Ameriprise Financial cannot guarantee future financial results. Title sponsor of Benson and Those Guys is Town & Country Pest Solutions. Serving Rochester for over 25 years, Town & Country Pest Solutions team of knowledgeable professionals can make your pest problem a thing of the past. Alligators, ants, bedbugs, snakes, yellow jackets, Town & Country Pest Solutions does it all. Take back your home and put your mind at ease. Call Town & Country today at 426-5024. That's 426-5024. Or visit them online at townandcountrysolutions.com. Town & Country Pest Solutions, fearing nothing. Nothing but God. McAfee's Remodeling is a full-service home remodeling company, locally owned and operated for nearly two decades. McAfee's team of professionals can help remodel or replace your windows for interior and exterior remodels. No one beats their personal and professional service. Call McAfee's Remodeling at 585-402-1070, 585-402-1070, or visit them at www.mcafeeremodeling.com. Does your neck hurt? Athletes, are your muscles feeling sore? Come to Mind and Body Massage Therapy with Danielle DeFrance, licensed massage therapist. Mind and Body treats each massage differently to suit differing needs. Our specialties include sports massage, ortho, and relaxation massage. To schedule an appointment, call Danielle at 585-944-9257. That's 944-9257. Mind and Body Massage Therapy, located on Chai Lai Avenue, in front of the Target in the Wegmans Plaza, just below the dentist's office. Like them on Facebook, Mind and Body Massage Therapy. You're invited to join Benson this November in the Dominican Republic as part of SCORE International's annual baseball outreach. Your life will be impacted as you help with daily baseball clinics and share the love of Jesus Christ, as well as delivering humanitarian assistance to the needful people of the Dominican Republic. This five-day missions trip includes morning and evening worship services, testimonies from professional ball players, and your choice of daily afternoon ministry opportunities in addition to the morning clinics. The trip departs from Rochester on Sunday, November 
15th and returns Thursday, November 13th. Cost is $595 plus airfare, so you can expect the total cost to be around $1,200. The price includes meals, lodging, ground transportation, and airport transfers. Past trips have featured participation from such men as New York Yankee greats Mariana Rivera and Andy Pettit, former NL Rookie of the Year Chris Coughlin, Lou Pinella, Ian Kennedy, Gary Carter, Brett Butler, and many others. Former Atlanta Braves outfielder Otis Nixon is planning to be part of this year's trip. If you're a baseball fan who has wanted to experience the impact of a short-term missions trip, you won't want to miss this one. Contact Benson through our website, www.btgprogram.com, for more information. Welcome back to Benson and those guys here on ESPN Rochester. Welcome back to the show, Benson and those guys. We're into the NFL season and it's off and running. And as we look back at week one, I want to ask you guys this. What was your uh, good surprise, bad surprise? What did you see from last week? One that uh, kind of caught you off guard that you thought, man, I'm kind of surprised by that. And then we'll uh, talk about your bad surprise. Now, I can tell you that looking at it, I was kind of surprised by the Dolphins. I know I, I said on this program I saw them as an improved team. I, I think the Dolphins are going to do well this year. I know this week I, I'm in this room with Buffalo Bills fans, and y'all are going to get on me about, well, you know, our Bills. Uh, but the Dolphins was a good surprise to me, beating up on the Patriots. I know you all love that and putting the oh, Patriots yeah. in last place. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you love that. That's my good surprise of the week. My bad surprise are my beloved New York football giants who could not, uh, man, they could not get out of their own way the other night. <laughs> it was just pathetic performance. That's my good surprise. I was a little surprised at how poorly they played. I really was expecting a little bit more. Yeah, obviously, I'm, I'm going to say the Bills were a good surprise because no one expected them to win. But I... I I guess you could call it a bad surprise. I was wait a minute. You picked the Bills for the Super Bowl. You said Bills <laughs> yeah. Cowboys redo. <laughs> I totally meant that. Yeah. Uh, I was honestly real surprised at how bad Romo and and Eli Manning were. Like you, you have all this time to prepare. It's your first game of the season. You want to come out and set the tone, and you come out and just bomb. Both of you just turned into Romo and Manning and just threw picks like it was your job. Like, they're bad. It was. Yeah, as a Giant fan, I'm kind of hoping the preseason, they they weren't good. They won their games, but they weren't good. Now, my problem was I was hoping to see Eli Manning come out. All right, I know we struggled through the preseason, but it's preseason. You're really not bringing the stuff you're going to do. Turn the page, and now I think we're looking at a guy that last year might have been real. It wasn't just a fluke. It might be the real deal. Oh, I saw someone post death taxes and Eli Manning throwing interceptions, so... That's mean, that's hurtful, <laughs> and it's inappropriate. My good surprise uh, for this week is going to hurt to say this, but uh, it's actually Cleveland Browns. The switch that they made in the second half of the Steeler game. Now, we need to point out that you are a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. I am. And who almost coughed up a hairball. That's my bad surprise uh, for the week. I mean, the Steelers absolutely dominated the first half. I, I messaged Zach. I, I said, you know, it's hard to tell... You know, if the Steelers are this good or the Browns are this bad, and they completely flip-flopped it in the second half. Uh, the changes that they made, both offense and defense, they came out um, with the exception of the last drive. They completely dominated the Steelers in the in the second half. They almost did that without, uh, you know, getting anything from Johnny Cleveland. Which, by the way, I saw, I don't know which late-night host it was, but I thought it was hysterical. They said, you know why he's going to try to get trademarked uh, Johnny Cleveland? Because his the most appropriate name for him is already taken, Johnny Bench. <laughs> <laughs> 
Zach, your good surprise of the week, your bad surprise of the week. My good surprise of the week, believe it or not, is the Jacksonville Jaguars. I know the final score says they got the doors blown off by the Eagles, but they owned the first half of that game. They jumped out to a big lead, and they looked a lot better than we thought the Jacksonville Jaguars would. And they're going to have to do what the Bills are doing, which is learning how to finish out games. But they showed some promise. They showed some talent. And I like to see that because they've been so bad. Darren, there's a guy. Just picked picked a football team. This is a good surprise. I had one good half. Halfway. What, half a marathon. <laughs> it's totally a Bills fan move. He's like, oh, I was totally surprised that they had one good half. I got you, We got a 13-point whatever <laughs> sticker for you. My, uh, my bad surprise? <laughs> my bad surprise was the Denver Broncos defense because we heard so much about the guys that they signed for the secondary. They were getting guys healthy. Uh, they were supposed to be a complete football team now. And whatever happened in that game with the Colts, they let the Colts right back in, and it got much closer than anyone anticipated. So the Denver Broncos defense is my bad surprise. That's a great point. That kind of snuck under the radar because they won, and I haven't heard a lot of talk about that. That's a great point, Zach. Dan, you got a good surprise? My my good surprise, not to repeat uh, what Darren said, but it was the Bills' defense coming up with three turnovers. They're not a a turnover type of defense. Uh, They played a bend but don't break style, but if you remember back in the early 90s, and I'm not comparing this defense to that defense, they played under Wall Corey a Ben but don't break style, but they were able to create turnovers, which led to shorter fields and more points. I thought that you know that surprised me more than even EJ Manuel's performance, which was you know uh, mediocre, but it was okay because it was EJ Manuel, and we'll take mediocre over what he did in the preseason, no matter what. So that was definitely a good surprise. Uh, the bad surprise. Um, was was Green Bay's performance uh, in Seattle? I know it was. I know it was on a Thursday night. Terrible. I know it was in Seattle. I know it was at Quest Field. I know that the Seahawks are the world champions, and I know that the home opener for the world champion always ends up going with the the home the, the uh, home team always wins those games. But I didn't expect Aaron Rodgers and company just lay an egg like that. I thought it was, it, it was terrible. But uh, I mean, like, yeah, I think everybody brought up some great uh, surprises on both sides of the uh, of the uh, of the question. Darren, you were going to chime in on that? Well, the the Bills' defense did surprise me with how many turnovers that they, they got, but I think I saw last year that they were second behind Seattle in opposing teams' QBR. So they're not a bad defense. I just think they're on the field too much because the Bills' offense is so terrible. Yeah, they're not. They're not. They're not a bad defense at all. They got a. Oh. They got a stout defensive line. No question. Three Pro Bowlers on it. But they're not. They've never been really a turnover machine as far as defenses go when uh when kyle williams is picking passes off you know you're having a good day right exactly. that was awesome <laughs> and it was cool to see all the cap- it was cool to see all the captains like performing i mean you had mario williams uh, first time captain with a sack to, early in the game you had uh you had kyle williams with the interception you had Corey graham with an interception he played out of his mind that was awesome and mccalvin you know stripping the ball from uh brandon marshall uh after like you know he gave up a couple big catches i mean that that helped mm-hmm. too so i mean I thought it was uh, it was a pretty good performance uh, by the Bills and a surprise. Well, as long as we're talking about the Buffalo Bills, I want to go around. I want to ask you from Week One, what was the the your favorite play? For me, it was the stiff arm, <laughs> the, the, Fred that, Jackson stiff arm. Uh, yeah, absolutely, that was, that was outstanding. I mean, he just he tossed that guy like a paper doll. It was just a tremendous stiff arm. That's my play of the week from last week that's actually my my play of the week no too, you but, can't it's nah, yeah i know but, but for a completely different reason because zach sent me a picture of that play with with the stiff arm going on but someone photoshopped pagula's 
face on uh, on Fred Jackson, and then uh, yeah, and then Bon Jovi's yeah, on Chris Conti. That that was the best that part of clever. the whole NFL mm-hmm. week for me. Yeah, that was amusing. My favorite play of the week it went kind of unnoticed because they lost the game. Derek Carr of the Raiders throws a pass that's tipped back to him, and he catches it. So if you had Derek Carr in a PPR fantasy league, at least you picked up an extra point for the reception. My wife's Oakland Raiders. She loves her Raiders. <laughs> I don't know why. Actually, I do know why. I'm not going to tell anybody why, but couldn't I? Just because Howie Long is cute. That's why she is a Raiders fan. Forget all those plays. My my honest, my, my the best play I've ever seen in football was Antonio Brown going all karate kid on uh, – the punter from that, what a Spencer Lanning has his name. He kicked him in the face. Like he <laughs> clearly mistimed his jump, and I'm so glad he did because that was amazing. Like he just he just booted him in the face, like and then kept going. Like it was awesome. Yeah, that was outstanding. Yeah, I'm going to continue. You know, follow up what Darren was saying and how awesome that was. And you know, the the announcers of that game were were going on about how all he had to do was cut it outside, and he was you know scored six points. But you know, what ended up happening was just so much better than what would have happened if he scored a touchdown. And you know, kudos to the punter too, though. I mean, he sent out a tweet um, after the game where. You know, he he has the picture of Antonio Brown getting ready to boot him in the face, and and he says, uh, "Wait, wait, wait! When did this happen?" And <laughs> it just it just completely classy. It was it was just an awesome response from him. It, you know, he is lucky that he didn't get hurt, but uh, what resulted just classic football. I mean, the dude's wearing a face mask. I'm glad neither side got too angry about it, and you know, it was ha ha. That was that was gold. I could watch that all day. What what was it that my daughter's boyfriend said to you on Facebook? That was a classic oh, one. That, I was, said, that was hysterical. I said something about Fred Jackson being a beast, and uh, and then he said, Nick said that, uh, oh, please, he stiff-armed Chris Conti. It's not that impressive. And then I responded with, he couldn't even stiff-arm a punter. And he said, everyone knows you don't stiff-arm punters. You kick them in the face. <laughs> like, it's just all good that has was come good. from this. That, all that, good has come from humorous. this. humorous. Didn't Antonio Brown get a roughing penalty for kicking the punter? I think he did. Un- yeah, unnecessary roughness. When do you ever see the guy with the football get a roughing penalty? <laughs> that was unbelievable. I, 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 I've actually seen it. it happen. Larry Kinnebrew with the Bills actually stiff-armed a guy and grabbed him by the face mask and tried to pull him down uh, when he was playing with the Bills against the Dolphins or the Jets back in 89. It was a game where Kelly wasn't playing. Frank Reich who, was the who quarterback. Who did this? Larry Kinnebrew. Uh, he, was, he was a Bills player for about yeah, eight, the only heard guy, of him. Yeah, eight, Nobody's games. heard of him. Dan, he, he, he was a running back. Dan the guy's mom are the only ones who know. Larry Kinnebrew, uh, when every time he touched the ball, the crowd would yell, brew. Uh, he, uh, he was like a fullback when they used to really utilize fullbacks uh, behind Thurman Thomas. He, they signed him from, from Cincinnati. And then against Miami in 1990, the year they went to the Super Bowl, game two, they called on him to get a fourth and one, a first down. And he got stuffed, and Marv Levy gave him the boot right after the game. But so, yeah. So what is your... Play of the week that you saw from week one. Oh one. man, uh, Cordero Patterson's uh, big run against the uh, for the Vikings against the, awesome. against the hapless Rams. I mean, he led the team in rushing on a team with Adrian Peterson on it. I mean, that's bravo for wide receiver. Bra- what was he averaging at thirty six yards a carry? Bravo. <laughs> Love. You're it. listening to Benson and those guys. Brought to you by Town and Country Pest Solution. And I don't know. When we get back on the other side of the break, we're probably going to talk about even more stuff. You're listening to ESPN Rochester. Title sponsor of Benson and those guys is Town and Country Pest Solution. 
solutions. Serving Rochester for over 25 years, Town & Country Pest Solutions team of knowledgeable professionals can make your pest problem a thing of the past. Alligators, ants, bedbugs, snakes, yellow jackets. Town & Country Pest Solutions does it all. Take back your home and put your mind at ease. Call Town & Country today at 426-5024. That's 426-5024. Or visit them online at townandcountrysolutions.com. Town & Country Pest Solutions, fearing nothing but God. The American dream is of a better future, a confident retirement. Those dreams have taken a beating lately. As an Ameriprise financial advisor, Nathan R. Wegman is dedicated to helping you keep your dreams alive by listening, planning, working with you one-on-one so you can retire your way with confidence. Call Nathan R. Wegman, financial advisor today at 585-272-0080. Office is located at 2024 West Henrietta Road, Building 3E, Rochester, New York, 140. Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. Ameriprise Financial cannot guarantee future financial results. You're invited to join Benson this November in the Dominican Republic as part of SCORE International's annual baseball outreach. Your life will be impacted as you help with daily baseball clinics and share the love of Jesus Christ, as well as delivering humanitarian assistance to the needful people of the Dominican Republic. This five-day missions trip includes morning and evening worship services, testimonies from professional ball players, and your choice of daily afternoon ministry opportunities in addition to the morning clinics. The trip departs from Rochester on Sunday, November 9th and returns Thursday, November 13th. Cost is $595.00 plus airfare, so you can expect the total cost to be around $1,200. The price includes meals, lodging, ground transportation, and airport transfers. Past trips have featured participation from such men as New York Yankee greats Mariano Rivera and Andy Pettit, former NL Rookie of the Year Chris Coughlin, Lou Pinella, Ian Kennedy, Gary Carter, Brett Butler, and many others. Former Atlanta Braves outfielder Otis Nixon is planning to be part of this year's trip. If you're a baseball fan who has wanted to experience the impact of a short-term missions trip, you won't want to miss this one. Contact Benson through our website, www www.btgprogram.com for more information. Pastor Shane here, one of those guys. I wanted to take a second to invite you and your family to the 5th Annual Fall Festival at my church, Park Ridge Free Methodist Church, located at 10 Straub Road in Greece, New York, on September 21st from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. It is a free event that includes free food, bouncy houses, crafts, and much more. You can find more information at parkridgefmc.org or call the church at 585-227-0990. Welcome back to Benson and Those Guys here on ESPN Rochester. Benson and Those Guys brought to you by Town and Country Pest Solutions. Got a little Howard Jones happening on the radio, which will make my wife very happy. Are you? One of my wife's favorite artists, Howard Jones. I, I don't know how many fans he's got. Seven, eight. <laughs> you know, in the eighties, he had obviously much more. But my wife is one of them, and she's a big fan. Hey, you know, here's the thing with sports. It is supposed to be a, a diversion, I would suppose. And this has been a tough week, especially here in the Rochester area. Uh, obviously, the tragic incident with a fallen officer, Pearson. And um, then, of course, the 13th anniversary of 9-11. And the, these, are th- these are obviously sobering events, things that are very difficult. And, and it makes it hard sometimes to really, okay, how do you talk about sports? You know, when these uh, critical things, these uh, events are happening in the real world around us. And you look to sports to be a bit of a diversion, you know, a, a break maybe from the real world. And then I look down my list, and of course the the 
news has been dominated this week by Ray Rice and the incident that happened there and uh, the video release. And part of the thing that bothers me about it, 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 how can you, how could anybody come out? And several people have come out in defense of him. Uh, some of the tweets, we don't need to get into them, uh, but but they're just, uh, man, there is something wrong with you. If you saw that video and you can defend his actions, oh, well, she came at him first. Man, that's just brutal. But in the aftermath of that, I want to ask you guys this. From a Christian perspective, this is a faith-based show, what do you do with a guy like Ray Rice? First, let me let me set the stage this way. You got a guy that's been um, suspended two games. I don't know what's different other than you see the grotesqueness of the event in the elevator, but what is different that you knew what happened and you suspended him two games. Now the video comes out and you're just tossing him out for life. Is there room for a second chance for Ray Rice? You know, I... A couple things come to mind uh, right off the bat. You know, you you mentioned, you know, what is our response, you know, uh, from our faith backgrounds with this? And is there a second chance? And, you know, I I go with there are so many more important things than football. And when you look at those videos, you know, there there isn't any change. When we saw the first video months ago, we knew what happened in that elevator. Now, you know, we see that it brings it into a different light. Um, but I look at that and, and and I see those videos and I think, you know, what is there in that elevator? There's hate in that elevator. There's not love. And Ray Rice's wife, you know, sent out that, that message on Instagram and was, you know, upset with the media, blaming the media for the pain and the, the heartache that and taking away what Ray Rice has worked so hard for. And, you know, that that hurts me. I'm, I'm alarmed by that. Um, and I, I really do hope that they have been working on, on things, you know, themselves. And I think that they, they can grow closer together to really love each other. And, you know, I, I was just thinking, you know, watching the videos, seeing the responses and everything that was coming out of them. And, and I was right away drawn, you know, was thinking about the apostle Paul defining what love was in first Corinthians, uh, chapter 13 in verse four, he says, it's, you know, love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking and it is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. And, you know, that's, that's quite opposite of things that we're seeing. You know, even coming from the fans, you know, who are, you know, calling for punishment. But, you know, we need to call into, you know, do we actually care what happens to Ray Rice? I want to see Ray Rice change. I want to see his marriage thrive. And, you know, that that their love that they have for each other as a spouse changes to, you know, the words that the Apostle Paul shares with us. Yeah, I don't. You know, obviously the the brutality of it um, is disturbing, but I believe in second chances. I think it was interesting to hear Mike Michael Vick say he's going to reach out. That's when the time is right. Uh, Michael Vick uh, was careful to say that he's not comparing uh, animals and humans. 
but I believe in second chances, and 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 I come at it from this angle. Uh, you may disagree with me, and you have that right to do so. And I believe he should be suspended indefinitely. I think that should have been the case from the start. But I think he has a right to uh, petition the NFL for reinstatement at some point down the line when he has proven a lifestyle and shown himself to be worthy of reinstatement. And I say this, Jesus Christ died on the cross for us. I am, I am grateful for second chances because here I am in sin. Here I am and Christ dies, uh, forgives me of my sin. But here's what he's asking. All right, he pays the penalty. He takes all my sins to the cross with him, dies, uh, buried, resurrected on the third day. He's asking me to do a couple of things. One, acknowledge that fact. But two, he's asking me to seek forgiveness, and he's asking me to repent of my sins. If I see that from Ray Rice in this situation, if I'm the commissioner, if I'm in charge, and this goes for Ray Rice, this goes if uh, you're you're working at the post office down the street, whatever the application is, I believe in second chances, but I believe you need to seek forgiveness, and I believe you need to show some repentance. And, and I think Christ is the perfect example of that, and I'm grateful for the second chance I have because of the cross. That's, that's right, Benson. And, and you know, that's that's one missing element that, that we haven't seen. We haven't heard from Ray Rice. We haven't heard his, you know, him being a, sorry for what he did, him losing his cool. And um, until we un, until we hear that, you know, we're, we're missing a, a crucial element from this, you know, whole discussion. There's, there's so many missing pieces from this story, um, you know, and we, it's too bad that we had to rely on the tape to get us to where we had to go because domestic abuse has gone on in the NFL for so long. And, you know, it's, 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 it's sad that we had to rely on not just one tape to get outraged, but then a second tape to, mm-hmm. get, to get even more outraged about it. And uh, the commissioner, I think, just acted negligently in his handling of the situation from the start. And didn't realize that there was way more to this than just you know your typical domestic abuse. I think it's because maybe in some ways he got desensitized to the fact. Oh, another one. I mean, this happens all the time in the NFL. And mm-hmm. but I, I'm grateful that I, I do think that Ray Rice can repent, and I think he can he can change. But it's one of those situations where what you saw, as Shane pointed out, was so hateful that you're not going to. I mean, it's going to take some time to for him to win back. Uh, America's trust if he does it all because sometimes second chances aren't guaranteed. Yeah, I, Darren, you were going to say something. Yeah, he, I, I agree with Benson that he he definitely should have been suspended indefinitely, definitely for the season right away. And it bothers me that, like Dan said, that it took this video, like for for all of this to happen. It should have happened immediately. It was amazing how everyone got outraged, and once they realized that knocking out a woman involved knocking out a woman like oh we all knew what happened in the elevator yet now there's outrage and now the nfl and goodell are coming out and you know yeah we just saw the video i don't buy that at all like okay ray rice made a huge mistake in the moment he got angry and he 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 did something despicable but what i find just as despicable is if the nfl really did have the tapes like there are some reports and you know it really was seen but they're now they're trying to cover their tracks 
those actions are just as despicable, man. You're trying to cover something up like that. Are you really that desensitized, like like Dan just said, to, to domestic violence, that you try to cover for Ray Rice? Now, I'm not saying that's what happened, but there are some reports indicating that. And that, right, that to me right there, Goodell doesn't deserve a second chance at all. If that's the case, he needs to be gone immediately. Well, you got a trust factor. If it turns out in... And obviously they've got to investigate it. I don't think you can overreact on Goodell right away, although all kinds of people are are asking him to step down, are looking for uh, his head basically on on a job chopping block. But if it turns out that he lied, then I think you have an issue. Up until that point, listen, he has said, look, we blew this. We thought something happened in the elevator. I, I think you knew the magnitude. I think that was a much larger mistake than just, man, we blew this. He should have been suspended, as I said, right right from the beginning. But if he's lying about the video and he saw that, and you saw the brutality, you saw the hatred, the lack of love in that elevator, and you handed out a two-game suspension and said, well, I I didn't see the video. Now that trust factor is gone. If you are lied, then then, yeah, I think think you need to be terminated. Zach, you have an opinion? I, I agree with what you guys have said, and, and Dan actually crunched the numbers, and I heard on your, your daily show this week, you you had the sheer number of domestic violence cases since Roger Goodell took over, and the fact that he's been pretty consistent in being very light in his punishments of them when he punished them at all, and I think, well, I hope that this is the wake-up call that the league needs to say this is a big issue that really needs to be cracked down on, and I think... He and Ray Rice, both for both of them, what they do next is really going to define them and their legacy for, for posterity. What I want to see both of them do is I want to see them hook up with uh, some shelters for battered women, make donations, maybe appear in some commercials, maybe speak to people that are at those shelters, speak out to people who have been involved in, in domestic violence, and really use this as a way to get involved and and help with those situations on the flip side if they do nothing if they continue to be nebulous in their statements or to avoid the media or whatever then i think both of them might be out of a job very soon you know we're a talk show um i would much rather be talking about touchdowns and anything else other than other than this but it is important and it is sort of numbing but i don't want to get what lost in this is let's not narrow our focus you mentioned uh battered women shelters and all those things are fine and i agree uh recently this week 16 female u.s senators sent a letter to the commissioner calling for a real zero tolerance policy here's one of the things uh, quoted from that, if you violently assault a woman, you shouldn't get a second chance to play football in the NFL. Now, I disagree with that. I think you have to, as I said, show uh, seek forgiveness and show repentance. If that was good enough for Christ towards me, then I think it's good enough to apply here. Now, you may disagree, and you have the right to do that. But my issue with it is let's not focus our, our narrow our focus down to if you violently assault a woman. If you violently assault anyone— If you violently assault anyone, then that same thing should apply. You are suspended indefinitely, and when you have shown yourself worthy, then you can seek reinstatement. Would you guys agree? Absolutely. No question. Absolutely, yes. I think that's the new policy. I think it's an assault period. You're listening to ESPN Rochester. It seemed like to bring the tone down on the show, talking about all these types of things. 
when we come back, we'll talk about something more exciting than that. Benson and Those Guys brought to you by Town & Country's Pest Solutions on ESPN Rochester. The American dream is of a better future, a confident retirement. Those dreams have taken a beating lately. As an Ameriprise financial advisor, Nathan R. Wegman is dedicated to helping you keep your dreams alive by listening, planning, working with you one-on-one so you can retire your way with confidence. Call Nathan R. Wegman, financial advisor today at 585-272-0080. Office is located at 2024 West Henrietta Road, Building 3E, Rochester, New York, 140. Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. Ameriprise Financial cannot guarantee future financial results. Title sponsor of Benson and Those Guys is Town & Country Pest Solutions. Serving Rochester for over 25 years, Town & Country Pest Solutions team of knowledgeable professionals can make your pest problem a thing of the past. Alligators, ants, bedbugs, snakes, yellow jackets. Town & Country Pest Solutions does it all. Take back your home and put your mind at ease. Call Town & Country today at 426-5024. That's 426-5024. Or visit them online at townandcountrysolutions.com. Town & Country Pest Solutions. Fearing nothing. But God. Looking for custom-made apparel for your team, your family, or your business? Look no further than Match Play Custom Apparel. Great design, great selection, great prices. You can order online, call, email, or stop in. It's at 439 Central Avenue in Rochester. Match Play Custom Apparel. You can visit them online at matchplaycustomapparel.com. Matchplaycustomapparel.com. Any design, any team, any logo, they'll do it. Matchplaycustomapparel.com. McAfee's Remodeling is a full-service home remodeling company, locally owned and operated for nearly two decades. McAfee's team of professionals can help remodel or replace your windows, doors, for interior and exterior remodels. No one beats their personal and professional service. Call McAfee's Remodeling at 585-402-1070, 585-402-1070, or visit them at www.mcafeeremodeling.com. Hi, it's Benson. I hope you enjoy the program. We've set out to bring you a different kind of sports talk show. We want to be entertaining, but we also have a message to share, and that's the good news of salvation in Jesus Christ. Our prayer is that God is glorified through the show's mixing of sports, humor, and faith. And our goal is that the program appeals to everyone, not just faith-based audiences. After all, it's not a faith program with sports, it's a sports program with faith. But the costs are considerable, I'm afraid. Advertisers are certainly a helpful blessing, But we're primarily a listener-supported program, and in order to continue what we're doing, we need your help. Perhaps you could consider giving a financial gift. You can go to our website, btgprogram.com, and make a one-time donation or even become a recurring supporter. And to show our appreciation, with every gift of $25 or more, we'll send you a T-shirt to say thank you. On behalf of those guys, I want you to know that we covet your prayers and appreciate your support. Thanks again for listening to Benson and those guys. And now, a fantasy moment with Darren's wife. It's about football. This is the point of the show where on Benson and those guys, we called Darren's wife and we try to get some fantasy football advice from her. However, she... she, Usually amazing, too. Huh? Usually amazing advice, too. Well, you would think that. You're you're (laughs) married to her. That's, That's good. That's appropriate. Um, but here's my problem. Last week on this program, she brought up the Kardashians. And now I have no alternative. I have no choice but to suspend her from this show 
for this broadcast. She wow. is on a one-week suspension. You can't, you cannot bring <laughs> up the Kardashians on the number one faith-based sports talk show in the Rochester area. We have a reputation to uphold. I, we, I agree with you. She needs to be suspended. The, she is suspended. And listen, if somebody is going to ruin this show and make it unlistenable, it's going to be me, not her. <laughs> I don't know who she thinks she is, but that's the end of it. Zach, you had something? Just a programming note. Benson will now be suspended next week for mentioning the family who will not be named on the show this week. Uh, that's an old Monty Python bit. <laughs> My sister was bit by a moose once. The guy who was sacked was just sacked and sacked. Man, you guys don't get, you never watched Monty Python and the Holy Grail? Are never, you kidding me? I've seen that bit. That's fantastic. Never oh, cared to. Really? I've never, never seen, seen it. I've never seen Monty Python. I've never seen Star Wars. There's a lot of movies I'll just not see. I need, you never saw Star Some Wars? Star either? Wars? No, no, never cared to. Everyone's too. seen that. Yeah, you can have it. Uh, I No, sorry. I need, obviously, better yeah. friends. <laughs> Hanging around with you guys, you're not helping me in my softball. Team. You're not You're not helping us over for the season. I went o four for, for four with six RBIs I have Zach and a triple. Me up. He's over for the season. You guys are hurtful and mean-spirited. <laughs> hey, we got talking the other night, Dan. You weren't there because, you know, I don't know. You got a real job. It's too cool. <laughs> the rest of us are at Quaker Steak. Throwing down wings like it was our job. The Arizona wings are the best. Oh, the Arizona Ranch. Yep. Oh, they're the best, mm -hmm. hands down. Now they got they got this dusted habanero mango thing, and mm -hmm. it is tremendous. Actually, Benson would know what the best kind was because he, I'm pretty sure I've seen him try every single flavor. So, but I didn't. That's the thing. That, that thing it works for me. I stick with it. <laughs> and the girl, the, the waitress, kept coming over. Who, by the way, we tip more than. You know, Ray Rice. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Or, uh, Ray Rice. There you go, bringing it up again. LaShawn McCoy. Yeah. <laughs> um, she wanted me, hey, what are you going to try this time? And I kept trying the same wing over and over because it was good. But I only had like seven or eight wings. Anyway. we're Dozen. Now, why'd you have to go and throw <laughs> that in? We could have left it at seven and eight. Listen, we're talking, Dan, and we're, and we're talking about cities. We're going through our topics, kind of coming up. And we kind of stumbled on this thing where uh, cursed cities. And somebody said Buffalo was a cursed city. I couldn't agree. Totally. Huh? That was me, and they totally are. No, you go to four consecutive Super Bowls. I don't know that you're cursed. Mine was Cleveland. Listen, look at them. Look at where they're located. Everything about them. Uh, Cleveland has been cursed. When's the last time they won anything? 19, I think it was in the 1950s. It was in the so. 50s, it was, and it was the Indians, right? Yeah, oh, wow. it was the curse of Rocky Calavito, they called it, because when he left, that's when everything went to, uh, you know, into the, into the grave. If you guys have... All right, Darren, you already gave yours. You said Buffalo is a cursed city. Yeah. It, how, okay, yes, they went to four straight Super Bowls, but they lost... Four straight Super Bowls. I, I see That's your point. a curse. I, I see your point. But just getting there, I give them a lot of credit for just getting there. Uh, Shane, who's your cursed city? I'm actually going with uh, San Diego. Uh, they've never won a championship, uh, either N NFL, NBA, MLB. Uh, and, you know, the, their last Super Bowl appearance in 94, you know, resulted badly. Uh, 49ers crushed them. And, you know, you can also, you know, Draw notice to you know. There's, I think there's eight now yeah. uh, players from from that team who are dead, who are dead, including Junior Seau. Okay, now I I would counter that by saying, well, they got the chicken, which was awesome, and then they got the great weather, but the fact that I believe 
Darren is planning a vacation in San Diego, so he's coming there. Further proves your point that that city is cursed. <laughs> Absolutely right. Zach, you got a cursed city. Uh, I'm going to go with Atlanta, Georgia. The Braves are good every year, regular season champions. Can't get it done in the playoffs. Hawks aren't great. The Falcons, seems like every year they look amazing, don't win enough games, underperform. So I, I, I'm kind of on the spot here, but I'm, they lost their hockey team. The Thrashers are gone, so I'm going to go with Atlanta. So we got Atlanta, we got Buffalo, we got Cleveland, we got San Diego. Dan, you have a cursed city. I'm kind of throwing you on the spot. You weren't part of this conversation. Toronto. Uh, you could talk about the Jays all you want, but they don't care about baseball. Their important sport is hockey, and they have not won a Stanley Cup in Toronto since the 1960s. I think Toronto would probably be a, considered a cursed city. They also lost out on the Bills this past week. And they're in Canada. And they're in Canada. The Raptors, I'm sorry, Zach, the Raptors probably will never win an NBA championship playing in Toronto. I... I <laughs> So you're, they're pretty much asking for it in Toronto. You're listening to Benson and Those Guys, ESPN Rochester. Benson and Those Guys is brought to you by Town & Country Pest Solutions. You can find us on the web, btgprogram.com. You can also find us on Twitter, at btgprogram. You're listening to ESPN Rochester. The American dream is of a better future, a confident retirement. Those dreams have taken a beating lately. As an Ameriprise financial advisor, Nathan R. Wegman is dedicated to helping you keep your dreams alive by listening, planning, working with you one-on-one so you can retire your way with confidence. Call Nathan R. Wegman, financial advisor today at 585-272-0080. Office is located at 2024 West Henrietta Road, Building 3E, Rochester, New York, 140. Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. Ameriprise Financial cannot guarantee future financial results. Title sponsor of Benson and Those Guys is Town & Country Pest Solutions. Serving Rochester for over 25 years, Town & Country Pest Solutions team of knowledgeable professionals can make your pest problem a thing of the past. Alligators, ants, bedbugs, snakes, yellow jackets, Town & Country Pest Solutions does it all. Take back your home and put your mind at ease. Call Town & Country today at 426-5024. That's 426-5024. Or visit them online at townandcountrysolutions.com. Town & Country Pest Solutions, fearing nothing. Nothing but God. McAfee's Remodeling is a full-service home remodeling company, locally owned and operated for nearly two decades. McAfee's team of professionals can help remodel or replace your windows, doors, for interior and exterior remodels. No one beats their personal and professional service. Call McAfee's Remodeling at 585-402-1070, 585-402-1070, or visit them at www.mcafeeremodeling.com. Does your neck hurt? Athletes, are your muscles feeling sore? Come to Mind and Body Massage Therapy with Danielle DeFrance, licensed massage therapist. Mind and Body treats each massage differently to suit differing needs. Our specialties include sports massage, ortho, and relaxation massage. To schedule an appointment, call Danielle at 585-944-9257. That's 944-9257. Mind and Body Massage Therapy. Located on Chai Lai Avenue, in front of the Target in the Wegmans Plaza, just below the dentist's office. Like them on Facebook, Mind and Body Massage Therapy. Welcome back to Benson and Those Guys here on ESPN Rochester. Benson and Those Guys presented by Town and Country Pest Solutions. Uh, it's that part of the show where I'm going to do my unreasonable rants. Uh, and, and normally I would have some ridiculous statement right here about how Barry Bonds never took steroids. 
or OJ didn't do it. But with the memory of 9-11 fresh on our minds, I just want to say, please, never forget. Never forget the innocent lives lost that day. Never forget how you felt watching those planes crash into buildings or when those towers fell or when you saw people dancing in the streets overjoyed that American men, women, and children were dead. Never forget the pride you had in being an American and how we, how we came together as a nation. Never forget to tell your loved ones that you love them because you never know when tragedy will strike. Life is precious. Never forget to cherish the time you have here. Live it for the glory of God. Do things right. Don't waste your life and go Bills. Darren's unreasonable rant actually being reasonable. Well done, Darren. Uh, Town and Country Pest Solutions is our title sponsor. In honor of that, we have our Pest of the Week where we will go around the room and from the sports world, or maybe not necessarily the sports world, we will pick our Pest of the Week. Now, I was torn between picking Bills fans who are all excited about being undefeated (laughs) while the Patriots, I've heard so much about the Patriots being in last place. But I'm actually going to go with Chicago Bulls' uh, Joakim Noah, who in traditional first-pitch fashion uh, missed. Now, I'm sorry, Bills fans, but he missed wide right. He got a redo. (laughs) Here's the deal. You get past of the week if you are a professional athlete and you need a redo (laughs) for your first pitch of a baseball game. You beat out the Bills fans who are excited about the Patriots being in last place after one game. Don't worry, Bills fans. You'll get there soon enough. (laughs) Okay, mine is uh, mine's Paul George for his tweet supporting Ray Rice and making light of the situation. Dude, are you kidding me? You, you're literally the only person I've seen come out in support of Ray Rice after this video came out. Apparently, George thinks, you know, if Janae Palmer ain't tripping his words, that we shouldn't be either. Like, come on, dude. Domestic violence is, is terrible. You, you, you can't be out there supporting Ray Rice right now. You, you can say he hopes he turns things around, but... Come on, man. Enough with the tweets. My past of the week is Roger Goodell. Uh, there are a lot of great stories we could be hearing about in the NFL this week, but instead we're having to hear about how he butchered the situation with the Ravens running back who will not be named. I'm tired of hearing about it. You're tired of hearing about it. Roger Goodell, it's his fault. He's my past of the week. My pest of the week is Floyd Mayweather for his comments on Ray Rice and him saying that he is far from the worst domestic abuser in America. Thank you, Captain Obvious Man. Thanks for listening to Benson and Those Guys. It is brought to you by Town and Country Pest Solutions. Visit our sponsors. Listen, go to that thing that Pastor Shane was talking about at his church. Sign up. Go on a missions trip with me to the Dominican Republic. We're advertising all kinds of stuff. Visit our sponsors. By the way, winter is coming. It's going to get cold outside. The mice are going to be coming in like Willard coming into your house. Looking, You guys remember that movie, Willard? Willard? You don't, remember that? You don't? No. Man, nothing. You were so old and lame. Oh, Benson and those guys, ESPN, Rochester.